Hey ladies, welcome back to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Haas. And Michaela Johnson. And today's episode, we're going to talk about everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't have a name, but... Everything and anything. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) So while we're recording today, we really don't have a plan. We kind of just want to go with however we feel and what we feel like God really wants to share. But one thing that I did come into this wanting to talk about and kind of to start off the conversation was atheism. And I know it sounds kind of like, whoa, (laughs) All right. Why do you want to talk about atheism? But it's been really on my heart lately, and I feel like, in a way, God has been showing me, like, how to counteract atheists' comments. Yeah. Because you can know something in your heart and know with your whole being that God is real. But when somebody comes to you and asks you these hard questions like, well, if God's real, then why is why is there supposed to be a hell? Or why is there still murder? Why is there still evil? Like all these things. Right. Like the typical person who questions their faith asks, right? Right. And it goes beyond that. But that's usually one of the first questions that they will ask. Yeah. And I always, like, I'm the person where it hurts me when people, like, not question my belief, but, like, it hurts me that I can't save the people that I love sometimes. Right. And so that's something I'm really trying to work on. Like, girl, it's okay. Like, not everybody, you can't, like, push it on to everybody or not everybody's going to understand. Right. And so anyway, so... One of my coworkers gave me this book, and it's called um, I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. And the idea behind the book is basically how people think that just because you're a Christian, you need faith. But when you're an atheist, you're actually taking a huge leap of faith. Right. One, because you are claiming that we don't know there is a God, but you don't know that there's not a God. Right. And two, there's a lot more evidence backing the Christian belief rather than an atheist belief. Right. So it gives so much, like, it breaks it down so simply, dude. And at the beginning, like, I want to say it's not biased, but it is written by a Christian, but he also used to be atheist. So. Wow. He knows from both sides. But it's written out in a way where he's not like, this is for sure right and this is for sure wrong. He kind of lets you figure it out. Like, he bases, he'll lay out the facts and he'll be like, you know, this is the fact about the atheistic belief and this is the fact about the Christian belief. Right. And it'll be like, I don't know, you'll have to read the book to really get a good understanding, but he doesn't word it very biased, which I like because, one, it gives me a better perspective, and two, it helps me understand where the other side is coming from. Yes, yes. And that's really important when you you try to minister to people. You have to understand where they're coming from, and you have to understand what their thought processes are, how they grew up, and why they have these certain beliefs about God. Right. So then the second thing where I'm like, whoa, this is really on my heart is um, my manager showed me this video and I'm sure a lot of people have seen it because there's like 4 million views on YouTube. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. It's called uh, The Atheist Delusion and it's this guy who goes around to college campus and asks all these kids, college kids, if they're atheists and a lot of them say yeah. And it was so eye-opening to me because I guess, like, obviously I know that there's a lot of people who don't believe in God, but I was just, like, so shocked at some of these people's responses because, don't get me wrong, I've went through my times questioning God, like, is there really a God? Like, I don't know if I believe in him. Right. Um, 
you know, we've all, I'm sure, went through, like, a time where we're like, meh, I don't know. Right. But these people are so firm in not believing. It's almost like they don't want to believe in God. And I just want to understand why. Right. So, um, it's been really interesting learning about that. Um, and yeah, it's just absolutely crazy. Yeah, I think one thing that I struggle when people start questioning my faith or, Mm -hmm. like, asking me questions is... I'm not very strong in my faith, so I don't want to, one, tell them wrong information or, two, like, offend them. Mm-hmm. So that's where I struggle. Well, you're strong in your faith. You're just still learning. Yes, I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. I'm very strong in my faith, but I'm still, like, learning mm-hmm. how to, commu- like, and explain stuff. Because people ask you, like, why do good things happen to bad, like, why do yeah. bad things happen to good people? And I'm like, well, and I try to explain it to my best of my ability. And the other thing I, I struggle with is I don't by not defending God, like, I almost feel bad. Like, yes. And it's not our job to defend God. Like, it's our job to infirm in our faith. In a way it is. Right. But it's not our job to convince people. Okay, And I think that's where I struggle is, like, I want everybody I love to feel what I feel. Like, I want everybody to know God. I want everybody to be saved. Right. And um, one thing that I really like is in the book it talks about, well, you know how some people will be like, it's just, that's something for you, and I'm so happy for you, but it's not for me. Yeah. Have you ever got people saying that yes, to you? Yes, yes, yes. So in the book, it says that, and he's like, well, if Christianity is the truth, or like whatever the truth, he doesn't say Christianity, but he says, whatever's the truth is the truth, and it doesn't waver per person. Right. So he's like, what's true for you, for not necessarily what's true for you, because we all have beliefs. So he's saying like, there can be controversy between beliefs. There cannot be controversy between the truth. Wow. Okay. So, like, you can't contradict facts. Right. So, if it's fact, it's fact, and you can't say that it's not true. Right. And so, that's kind of how he's setting up, and I'm still reading on, but um, that really made me think because it's like, the Bible is the truth. God is the truth. So, right. like, for somebody to say that it's false, it's not. You can't right. argue it. There's no argument because it's true. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, um... I went to, when I went to California, when I was living in California, I went to the service and one of the pastors, I talk about him all the time, he is a very biblical speaker. Like he is a very biblical pastor. Like he mm. gets his, he has his facts in yeah. one service. I didn't even expect it to be like this. He was like literally like showing stuff that atheists have said about God, but still are like, yep, I still don't believe in God. And I was like, bro, it's so crazy to me how they can be like, yeah, that happened, but I still don't believe that there's a God. Yeah. That's what I don't get. And, like, when Chris Chris Hilkin was, like, explaining these things, I'm like, holy moly, like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know half this stuff, and I still believe in God. And there are, the he was literally explaining that atheists are saying this. Yes. And I'm like, but what? Because like, even the devil believes in God. Yeah. Like, even the devil believes in God. Right. And that is a crazy thought. Like, the devil knows the Bible. The devil yep. knows. Like, yeah. He, knows yeah so it's so crazy to me how like we can have the facts but still not want to believe and that's what the book says too it's like sometimes people it's not he was like if i can base give them evidence solid evidence and proof that god is real and they still deny it he's like at that point it's an emotional thing or a volitional thing not an intellectual thing right so they're not basing it off of facts and what's real and what's not they're basing it off of like pride or they're basing it off of 
something that they feel like God did to them. So they don't want to believe. Yeah. And sometimes we have to be okay with that. We can't convince anybody. We can't force it on anybody. We have to be just as open-minded because we can't make them feel bad for their beliefs. Yeah. But something that I really love in the movie too, he was explaining, he's like, so why do you think you know right from wrong? He was like, why do you think naturally you know what you can't, what you should do and what you shouldn't do? And he was like, it's because we're made in the image of God. So we have the conscience naturally to know, oh, we probably shouldn't kill that person or we probably shouldn't do that. We probably shouldn't have sex before marriage. Like we, and he, yes, dude, he was like the way he broke it down. He was like, that's why we have a conscience. And then one of the guys, I think somebody had brought up like the, um, you know, why is there still evil in the world or whatever? And he was like, well, just like the jail system, like, we're sinners. We're criminals, technically. Mm-hmm. And God's the judge. Right. So he was like, hell is the jail for sinners. Like, let that sink in. Like, God rules hell. So, like, yeah, hell dude. is the jail for people who do bad. Because he was like, so you think that if this guy got caught, like, raping somebody and he went to the court and they, do you think he should be punished? And the guy was like, well, yeah. And he was like, well, that's why God made hell. Like, there's, he doesn't want people who are doing bad to go to heaven. Right. So, like, yes, there is technically still evil in this world because it's a fallen world. We're born into a sinful world. Exactly. Sinful nature, right? Exactly. But God doesn't let your bad things go unpunished. Yeah. So, like, if somebody does something bad, they don't go unpunished. They always have to answer to him. Exactly. So, like, when people say that, it's like, okay, I see where you're coming from, but at the same time, like, he doesn't let them get away with it. In right. In a sense, like, they have eternal death. Right. If they don't repent of their sins and, like, choose to be a better person. Yeah, He exactly. gives us all chances. Exactly. And it's just, like, how he does with temptation. He does everything. Like, God mm-hmm. is... And that's what's so crazy to me. And, like, people will say a lot, too. And I've heard this from people that ask me this. They'll say, well, um, what do they say? (laughs) Somebody said that believing in God is just an escape for, like, basically, like, a happier life. Like, away from your problems. People say that a lot. And I'm like, like, I don't think of it as, like, an escape from my problems to believe in God. I think of it as, like... He's going to get me through it. Yeah. Like, he's my stronghold. I don't need to depend on somebody else because I can depend on him. Yeah. And when you think of God more of as, like, a friend rather than... And a lot of people aren't taught this, so they Mm -hmm. don't understand this. They grow up in churches where you don't learn relationship. You learn who... You learn that there's a God, and you're like, okay, that's cool. Like, how do I even have access to this Mm -hmm. God? And when you think of God like a friend, it's like... You don't have to depend on anyone else but God. Yes. And that's what we're not taught at a young age. Like, if we're taught from the age that we're, like, two-year-olds that God can be, like, a BFF, then you're like, oh, that's my best friend. Like, and it's crazy because they're not taught this. So I think a lot of times, too, atheists, sometimes they do grow up in church. A lot of them do. And then they're like, oh, well, I don't believe that it's a thing. And I'm like, but why? Well, it's because a lot of Christians aren't doing their job either. Right. They make people feel bad. They make them feel like you're a terrible person, you're a sinner, you're this, you're that. Or, like, like people who are gay, they get condemned in the church. And, like, that's not fair. No. Like, you're pushing, and I just saw a TikTok of this today, too. Like, you're pushing them away from God. You're exactly. not pulling them closer. Exactly. So, why do you think that that's your job? Because it's not. Yeah. If you would show them love and actually, like, explain to them how God actually is. 
they wouldn't feel the same way about God that they do. You're exactly. pushing them away. And that's something that one of the guys said, like, uh, in the video. He was like, people make God into this monster. Like, they use the Old Testament, like, against God, like, his wrath and, like, how terrible he was. Or not how terrible he was, but how he punished people and yeah. stuff. So, like, they'll use that against God. Right. But that's not, like, the New Testament. That's exactly. not who God is today. Yeah. That was who he had to be because that was before Jesus. Exactly. And people don't actually sit there and try to figure that out. But then they'll look at, like, atheist stuff and be like, yeah, bro, and, like, that look into sense. it and, like, get all educated on it. And I'm like, why are you putting as much energy into believing God's not there than he is there? Yeah. Because essentially, who wants to believe that they're going to go... That they're when they die, there's nothing. Who That's wants I wonder, to believe that? Yeah, and I always wondered that, like, because a couple of my friends growing up, they were like, "I just don't believe in it." And I'm like, "So what do you think that happens when you die?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Because I don't know. No, really, no one knows until they die what like how heaven is and stuff. But like, really, like, and you don't know, but like." They're like nothing. I know I'm going to heaven, girl. Yeah, I, I don't know. know about you. No, I know. I know what you. No, that's what I mean. Like I know I'm going to heaven, oh, but I don't know like you don't what, know what heaven gonna be. Yeah, right. what heaven's gonna be? That's mm-hmm. what I meant. I was like, but, girl, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, what is it called? I like I always wondered why people were like, I don't know what happens when I. And die. I think it's another thing too because I've gotten that a lot too. Oh, I'm screaming. But in the book, he explains. He's like we. People could say that, oh, well, Christians just want to believe in God, but we can say, like, well, you just don't want to believe in God for whatever reason. You just don't want to believe in God. And that's okay, but, like, how much is it going to take for you to be like, you know what, let me, like, turn my life around? And how he explained it, too, he's like, a lot of people just don't want to actually feel like they're giving their freedom away they don't want to have to answer to anybody. They want to do what they want to do and they don't want to have any consequences or, like, accountability for that right and yeah I mean in a way it's like okay yeah I would love to just go out and do what I had to do and like you know whatever like sinning is easy right but God is better yeah like his blessing and like what he does is just so much better my life is completely different I was just gonna say that too I always think about too when I me and you have conversations about this a lot like when we think we're, we're when we're falling back into sin I I think about this a lot and I'm like oh but drinking could be fun right now and mm-hmm. this and that and then I'm like what would my life and then I start like sidetracking and I'm like and then I'm like, wait, what would my life be without God? And my life would literally be nothing without God. Yeah. And I just am like, wow, like, why did I ever think that? And why did I ever want to think that? Yeah, exactly. And, um, Chris, there was another sermon that I watched, like, a little bit of, and it was, like, how free really are you? And I've changed so much for the better since I've started following God and, like, actually having a relationship with God rather than before when I wasn't and just, like, vibing and living, not even mm-hmm. vibing, like, literally living life, like, like there was, like, nothing to live for. And it's yeah. just, like, now I have a reason to live and I know that there's a reason that I wake up every morning and even on the days where I feel terrible, I know God has something planned each and every day for me, even if it's the smallest thing. Right. It gives you a purpose following God. Exactly. Like, you have purpose. You wake up knowing that you're here for a reason. Like, people exactly. who don't have that, I could totally understand where depression comes in, anxiety comes in, because you're like, why am I here? But there's a reason you're here. Right. And going back to your point about, what were you saying? How free are you really? No, it was like kind of a while ago. You brought up how, what the heck were you saying? Um, 
the point where you were talking about how we just people think that Christians just put all their problems on God and like we it makes life easier or whatever. I'm like, no. Right. My life is so much more complex <laughs> now that I follow God because I Dude. can't just I can't just run away from my problems, yeah. like, thinking it's cute like I could before. Like, now it's like God throws it in my face. Like, girl, you better deal with that. Right, dude. You better overcome that. You know that wasn't right. <laughs> I sent Joss a TikTok yesterday, or maybe it was mo- Sunday. I don't know exactly when it was, but the girl was like, at first, when I first started th- to, um, following God, we handled the drinking and the smoking. And then we started handling the anger, and that oh, yeah, was cool. Yeah. And then we started doing that, and she was like, no, every time you think you're a better Christian, God brings you something else to, like, throw underneath you and Dude, be like, but that let's gives, work on this. Yes, and that gives encouragement, though, because oh, it I does. think a lot of people, something that deters them is, like, they come into it thinking, like, I have way, I've done way too much. I've yeah. done so much bad, like, God will never forgive me. God forgives murderers. God mm-hmm. used murderers in the Dude. Bible. He turned around and used them in the Bible. He can use you and he will forgive you. And, like, yep. some people I think it's scary. Well, I don't want God to use me, this and that. But it's not like that. Like, just humble yourselves and literally, like, open your mouths and yeah. talk to him. Literally, my grandma, I think I've told it on the podcast before. I don't know, but I share it pretty frequently. My grandma, she used to be part of a, a women's ministry. Mm-hmm. She would work with women. She... Um, she actually went to death row in Texas, and I've told Joss this before, this story before too, because I share Love it. This story. And um, she walked into death row, and my grandma is a very spiritual person. She hears from God. She's she's very into her faith. She's an amazing woman, and she walks in there, and she said it's the most holy place she's ever been. And she said right away when she walked in there, she just started crying. And I was like, whoa, like yeah. that's crazy. And she said that she met the first woman to ever woman to ever get executed in Texas before she got executed and she met her and she was talking to her and she she said it was just crazy how much good this lady is and this lady lady literally pickaxed somebody to death yeah so like if God can use somebody that literally pickaxed somebody to death and she's holy now and she's changed and she's new what do you think he can do with you? Yeah. And that's when I get discouraged. I'm like, oh, like, what is God going to do with me? I'm depressed. I'm sad. Like, my life sucks. I'm like, <laughs> no, it does not. Yeah. Like, God wakes you up every single morning. Like, if we woke up and been like, oh, thank you, God. Thank you for letting me drive. Thank you mm-hmm. for this. Thank you for that. And I actually was talking to somebody yesterday. And I was like, what do you do when you fall back into sin? Like, what do you do? And they said, they were like, I thank them. I thank God for taking me out of it. Mm. Like, thank you for getting me through it. And I'm like, dang. And I, I think we think that God is surprised by our sin. Yeah. We think that we're like, he, we think that we catch him off guard. Like, oh, you really didn't know I was going to do that. Like, no, he knows. And like, but when I first started coming to church, like, I just grew up with this condemning spirit. Like, you're nothing. Like, you're worthless. Like, you will never amount to much. And that sounds super depressing, but that's just how I grew up. The thoughts I had about myself. Like, the devil really attacked me. And um, when I finally, like, started going to church and, like, having a relationship with God, I... You know, he slowly started to peel it back, and it's still sometimes there, but I have people around me to help me, people around me to remind me of the truth, people around me to, you know, make me realize that my feelings and my emotions aren't always 100% accurate. Right. They're valid, but they're not accurate. Right. And um, 
So, I, yeah, I never thought that I would be able to be used by God. I never thought that I'd be good enough for God to love or for him to, like, you know, want to help me. Right. But he wants us more than anything. Like, he exactly. wants us to follow him more than anything. He wants us to just love him more than anything. Exactly. He knows we're going to sin. And he knows even after we're saved, we're still going to sin. Like, yeah. he knows because it's we're in normal, a sinful right. world. But it's just the fact of trying to be better every single day. Right. And trying to, you know, trying to not sin. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. I think, but I do think people have a struggle with sin, too. Like, well... How do we say what's a sin and what's not and, you know, whatever. But when you truly just, like, let go of whatever idea you already have about God and let go of even the idea of sin. Like, just think about it as you building a relationship with God or you just trying to find out more about him. Yeah. He will show you. Exactly. You just have to be open. Right. And you have to be willing to learn. Mm -hmm. Like, because if you're not willing, God's going to be like, okay, he'll still work with you and Mm -hmm. he'll still get there, get you there. But, like, you literally have to give yourself time and... Because you're constantly learning. Like, yeah. I hear people say all the time, like, oh, dang, I just learned that. And they've been in their, their faith for years and years and years. And I'm like, dang. The and Bible is living. Exactly. So every you could read the same verse every day and it could hit you different every single day. Mm-hmm. You could pull something different every single day. Yeah. And I've never read a book that can do that. Like, yeah, the exactly. Bible is truly, like, life-giving. Yeah. And, um, but if you, I wanted to say this, too, because it's on my heart. If you even have a thought about God you he's trying to pull you right he's trying to get you to hear him right you just have to be open to that idea and it's not scary it's not like god's just all of a sudden going to start like literally like talking at you or like yelling at you and it's going to be gradual yeah and the more and more you get into it the more he's going to lead you and like speak to you yeah and i have two things from you what you just said like yelling at you god always speaks with like a whisper Mm -hmm. so it's like you're like, wait, what? And to not like, always, not yeah, not <laughs> always. But like, he he's usually pretty like quiet. quiet. And the second thing is like, God's not gonna do it until you're ready to hear. Yeah, like he's gonna do it very slowly, and you're gonna start hearing it through his word, and then it like gradually goes from there. But yeah. it's like you get it through revelations and stuff like that. So it's not. And I think at first it's kind of scary, and I still get kind of nervous. I'm like, why am I? It's okay. I, uh, he's like huffing. I'm like, just ignore him. <laughs> but um, I'm like, what was I gonna say? Like, I even am nervous sometimes. I'm like, because I'm almost like scared of how good it can be, even though I know it's so good. I'm like, oh, I love Jesus, but I get nervous. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. But yeah, yeah, he will never be so loud because he gave us free will. So he's never gonna like force you to do something. Right. He puts it in your hands. You know what's right and wrong. Right. He puts it on us, though, because if he forced us, it wouldn't be love. Not at all. And so he is always, his presence is always accessible to us because of Jesus. So we, we're just not aware of it. Right. We just choose not to tap into that sometimes. But right. his presence is always around us. We just have to ask for awareness exactly. of it. And once you start asking questions, like, God will start sending you signs. He'll start sending people into your life to yep. speak to you about it. You'll see something online. You'll see a video. You'll see a TikTok. Like, yeah. he does it in very subtle ways. And some people, like, will be like, oh, that's just a coincidence. I mean, okay, maybe. Right. But what are the chances? Right. You know what I mean? And I, for a while, didn't understand that, but 
I went to, what really caught me is I have always believed in God, but really caught me as I just like went to the Jordan for the first time and I saw all the young, these young people and I was like, I want what they have. Like, what is different about them that I don't have yet? Like, what is it? And then I was like, dang. And you just get like, basically like very into their like presence and how like joyful they are and how like life could be so bad, but they're like, my life's still great. Like, I yeah. love Jesus. Like, it's going to be great. I'm like, but what? And then you just want what they have, basically. Yeah. I don't know. Because it stops being about us. Yeah. Like, it's less about us and more about him. So our life becomes, I don't want to say less significant, but our desires become less desirable. Right. Like, I want what God wants for right. me. And I, because I know that that's where life is. Whatever I choose to do on my own without God in it is death. Like, yeah. I'm going to choose the wrong thing. I'm going to choose the sinful way. I'm yeah. going to choose the way that God would not choose for me. Yeah. But if I choose to humble myself and truly just, like, follow God, my life will be so much better. I completely agree with yeah. you. Yeah. And so we just, it's just that idea of letting go of our pride. Because once we let go of our pride and realize we're not right about everything, we'll, we won't always make the right decisions. We will do stupid things and we will do hurtful things to people. Once we, like, let go of our hold that we think we have, because essentially we don't have control. God always has control no matter yeah. what we think. Exactly. But once we let go of that hold on our life, God has all the room to come in and make the choices for us. Exactly. That's why even when we record, it's like, I don't like putting a label on it because we could end up talking about something totally yeah. different. And usually that's what it ends up being. Yeah. Like, it never ends up being the same topic ever. Yeah. Again. So it's like, I want him to share with people what they need what, to hear. Yeah. Because we don't know what everybody needs to hear. We don't know what's going to help people. Yeah, God exactly. does, though. God exactly. knows what every single one of you needs help with. Yep. And he knows how every single one of you is hurting and he knows how your heart's been broken. He knows the things that you haven't shared with anybody before. Yeah. He knows you and still loves you no matter what you've done. Yeah. And that is like something that I was missing out of my life because yep. like I've shared before, I didn't have a dad. I didn't really have my mom and my grandparents, but they weren't very like emotionally available to me. So I wasn't like Growing up, I did not have anybody around me that I felt loved me. Right. And God was always there. I just wish I would have knew he was there. Because now that I know he's there, I know I don't need anybody to show me love. Because yeah. I have all the love I need from him. Yeah. And I think what comforts me a lot, and I say this a lot, is like, the only one that knows what you need, like Jocelyn just said, is God. So like, mm -hmm. when I'm sad and when I'm like thinking like a boy or somebody can make it better I'm like God only knows what I, makes me upset literally in our episode God only knows like we talk about this like yeah. very into detail but like God is the only one that knows everything about you so like he knows what you want he knows what you need he knows the things that you think people know that they don't know like he yeah. literally knows every thought you're thinking everything so it's just like when you get sad and when you get upset like God can be there for you yeah. in those ways that and I think a lot of people like atheists for example like don't have that like yeah. where they're like why aren't people listening to me like why aren't they doing it but it's like because nobody knows what you truly need the only yeah. one that does is god and exactly it drives me crazy but i know <laughs> but i do want to say too it's never going to be a perfect line like no. i still struggle with believing god loves me sometimes like you can know but then actually believing it is one thing and i still have my ups and my downs i have some days where i'm like wow god like i really feel your love today then there's some days where i'm like dang like where you at right like, like i, I need it more than ever today. yeah <laughs> thanks so it's never going to be like a perfect line and that's not at all what we're saying like the walk of faith is literally like 
up fight. and down. Like, like it's a it's the good fight, right? Very high roller coaster. Ride. Yeah, yeah. So you're never, but that's just with anything. Like life is never going to be amazing, right? But life is also never going to be like really bad, right? So um, it's the same with your walk, and like God knows that, and He knows exactly where you're at, and He'll meet you exactly where you're at. Because I've shared this too, like even when I first started going to church, probably for like the first six months, I'm like, bro, I do not hear God. I don't know what everybody's talking about. He just doesn't want to talk to me. He just don't (laughs) love me. I remember telling Zay, I'm like, well, maybe, you know, God just doesn't like me. (laughs) Maybe I'm just not And then, But that was before I was reading my Bible. And then I started reading my Bible and I was like, whoa, he's been talking. He's been talking, but you just have to actually be the one to go and seek it. Exactly. No, I completely agree with you and it's crazy because once you start it's like an ongoing flow yeah you just get more and more interested more and more hungry for it no oh my goodness my puppy is in here sit Allie thank you <laughs> oh my god he's like I want to be part of it I wonder too. if they can hear him dancing <laughs> he's like <laughs> I wanted to be part too oh no 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 brother uh-uh okay let's go <sighs> Okay, we had to pause and I actually have no idea where we were at. But basically, God loves you. Yes. No matter what you've done. And or that what was, you believe. Yeah, and that was really hard for me to accept, but he does. And he wants you to just open your mouth to him. And you don't even have to tell anybody. It's like literally between you and him. Mm-hmm. And I also want to leave off on... Go and watch The Atheist Delusion. I just watched it today. So good. He explains everything way better than I ever could. Way better than Katie ever could. Oh, yeah. Like, we're over here like, yeah, and God, and um, (laughs) he loves you. But, like, he literally says it so factual. Like, if you want evidence, if you want the truth, go listen to how this guy explains things. And go get the book, um, what's it called? I don't have the faith to be an atheist. That book is so freaking good so far. I'm only a few chapters in, but just from a few chapters, I'm, like, so in love with it. Yeah. It's so good. But, yeah, it's a shorter episode today, but I think that was pretty good. Yeah, I think we got the point out across pretty much. And, again, we don't want to offend anyone by any of this. And we always want to tell people we're, like, coming at you completely with love. And we want you to know that we never judgment or anything. Oh, yeah. I would never judge anybody. Because, like I've said, I've questioned God if God was even real before, too. Right. But I just feel like it is part of my calling to share with people the truth of, like, who God is. Right. Because I was in the same boat as a lot of you like I didn't believe I didn't have faith I didn't even know what that meant I didn't ever read my bible before like two years ago so like I spent you know 20 plus years of my life without without God and not knowing him not knowing anything right so um yeah I just feel like it's encouraging and I want you guys to have eternal life just like I want to have eternal life and Kay to have eternal life so yeah, I just feel like it was a good word to share. And like Kayla said, we don't mean it in any way, like not any condemning way, just sharing with you to look into it before just saying that you don't believe in God. Right. Like look into him. Yeah, exactly. Because if you look into him, you're going to be like, wow. He's amazing. Yeah. He, this is what I've been missing. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, guys, as always, follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, we don't really post on there, but Facebook um, and all of our handles are at Save the Girls Podcast. So yes. you can find us everywhere at that. <laughs>